What's up? We back. We made it. That's up you go hard, man. Straight No Chase of the podcast. Once again, the theme song is jamming and we jam to it all the time. You made it back to yet another episode. Four dudes have known each other for 20 years plus, and we're just trying to solve the world problems one drink at a time. So cheers to you for making it to yet another episode. And we got, this is a very, very special episode, first of all. So, you know, we can't even wait. We need to get into it. But first, we got to introduce, oh, we are available everywhere, every podcast channel. We are on iTunes. We are on Amazon. We are everywhere that you can get podcasts. You can get this podcast, Straight No Chaser, the podcast. Let's get into it. Uh, As far as introductions go, I think we need to start with Neil. You know what I'm saying? What's happening, y'all? So, boy, we back in here. It's been, I've been... Been missing in action, but I'm with family. So at the end of the day, that's all that counts. Toast I'm, happy, I'm happy he acknowledged that. You know, he said I've been missing in action, but it's okay. You back, fam. Yeah, Listen, yeah. man, I'm excited. I'm hyped. I'm not even drunk. I'm not even been drinking really yet. But cheers to the fellas. You can see this my straight no chaser glass. What up? I'm gonna toss it over to Rod. And I, as per usual, I'm drinking Reposado tequila. Nice. What up, everybody? Ryan the house. I'm in my little straight no chase of glass right here. I got a little Irish whiskey. I think I'm about to give it up and go yeah. go go tequila cage. I think I might. The, I think I might the do the tequila. You know, wow. I got to minimize the sugar. You know, you get up in age, you can't have all these extra added sugars and calories and stuff. But Thanks. peace to the peoples, peace to the fam. What's going on, y'all? And me, I'm John. Nice to see y'all once again. Uh, like, share, subscribe to this show. What are y'all drinking? Good question. Neil, John. You know they drinking water. Sangria. That's see, stop. No. He no. typically drinks sangria now. That, yeah. That's his go-to. All right. All right. Okay. okay. Right. Homemade too. <laughs> kombucha, Neil. Is that what you got? You that's got kombucha. Much. You already know. You already know. And real quick, too, shout out to all the Scorpios. Birthday month, baby. We in here. That's right, Twin. Let's get it. Salute. My wife's birthday is coming up. It's it's in the month of November as well. So salute to Dr. Mrs. Golf. Nice. My my wife's birthday is in November as well. It's a lot of Scorpio love in the house. Scorpios go hard in the paint. Yep. Cheers. Salute. So what makes this episode so special? Listen, we talking about Friendsgiving. It's the month of November. We are trying to you know, do something a little bit uh, in commemoration of our friendships. You know, this show is about friendship, 20 years worth. We was exchanging some messages behind the scenes uh, earlier this week, uh, late last week, just to say we love each other because you never you never really know. And so yeah. in, in response to that, we felt like it would be a great, a great time to bring back somebody who is a friend of the show, a friend of the family. Uh, we got so much love for her. In fact, she did a solid. She put my man on her show. That's nationally syndicated. It's on cable television to promote his book, Broken Brotherhood. She hosts a morning show on in, out on LA and, and just moving and shaking in the world of media. And so without further ado, I'd like to bring back our homegirl, our sister, the one and only Mimi Brown. That was a hell of an intro. That was a hell of an intro. That was a yes. great Mimi, we're glad to have you back on the show. Friend to the show and everything. So, before we roll into it, because I see she got the Howard uh, uh, paraphernalia on. She got to. She rocked for (laughs) HU. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you, Mimi. It was my pleasure. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mimi. Some things might have come from that, but thank you, Mimi. And I'll let you know if those things do come from it. But thank you, Mimi. 
It will. It will. Let's put it it will. In the right. listen, 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 I'm going to say this, man. The okay. power of words is real, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've yeah, started telling my kids, can't is a bad word. Like, my daughter, like, yeah. don't say can't, daddy. It's a bad word. Like, damn, I can't say that around you no more either. But can't, you know, just the power of words, man. Positive thinking. Some positive will come for that, Rob. You listen, since, we, since we're going to do a Howard Homecoming recap, the first, Uh-oh. I'm going to start you to a power of words. For those who was there, when you I'm stepped on the, on the yard or the tailgate, did you say over the course of this week, extended weekend, I can't catch COVID? What was your... <laughs> what was your <laughs> did anybody... I mean, nobody had masks on. Air orgy. Did anybody catch COVID? My man said air orgy. I do, I do know people who attended that got sick. But did not say they had COVID. I got sick. I don't, it wasn't COVID, but I got sick, like cold sick. Like all last week, I was down. Like, yeah. and I know like four other people who yeah. also got really sick. They didn't say COVID, but you know. yeah. Well, this is another, another question. Did you get your booster? You go to that question, booster? We got a question. You know, full disclosure, by Friday, I had to leave the office. I was like, I'm not, I'm not feeling right. I just mm. I got home, tested. COVID negative, but yeah. um, yeah, I had a bug that I couldn't shake all weekend. It took me to shake that bug. It was it was a bad a thing. During homecoming or like after? For me, it was connected to homecoming. You know, it needed a little while to incubate, and then it hit you. I'm jealous, but, but I'm sorry. I would have preferred, I would have preferred to get there and get sick than not go at all. Did you not go? So here's the story. <laughs> to answer the to answer the question, no. Nah, if you did, if I went, you probably would have saw me. Okay, that's true. Okay, but but I didn't wife, see Rasheem either, though. So yeah, I didn't see him. Didn't see her at all. My wife is a Delta, and she crossed at Howard, and so it was her anniversary. Mm-hmm. And so I had it on my calendar, like the, the family calendar was KG's going to homecoming. Mm-hmm. And she said, "What are you doing?" I was like, "What do you mean? What I'm doing? I'm going to homecoming like I always do." Like, well, you know, it's my anniversary this year, so she she put a protocol and rank on me. I had to. I took the L. I thought about bringing my kids up there. But I got a, I got a two year old. How am I gonna do a two year old at Howard Homecoming? Yeah. Nah. Hey, we had a good time. Bible man. study. It was a Did lot of really wholesome entertainment. Uh, for those who don't know, this is uh, we all went to Howard in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Have some connection with Howard University. On a scale of one to ten, how did you rate this year's homecoming? Especially after being gone for almost a full two years. 25. Twenty-five. I heard it was off the charts. It was. It was. It was a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> so sick. So okay. Sick. It's gonna go down again good in the time. next year. Which, Mimi, what you got? What you got? I don't know if I give it a twenty-five. I mean, it was like on a scale of one to ten, it was like a eight. It was fun. I had lots of fun, but I don't know. You know, twenty-five is like. I never go anywhere. So. Okay. So you there you go. Saying? That's why. Yeah. There you go. You gotta. But. but Low in the comments talking about 15. Jan oh, okay. in the comments took 50. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. And maybe we got to figure out how you have fun. But I just, you know, on a one to 10, it was like a, but you know, I, you know, I party a little bit too much. So there's that. See, I, I actually went on a, a social media hiatus. I put myself Ooh. on punishment. So the only thing I got was the chat that the four of us have. And it was pissing me off the whole time. <laughs> it was about, Yo, you coming out? Yo, I'm gonna meet you here. Yo, did you see? I was like, man, shut, shut the f up because I don't want to read all this mess. I was so, I was so livid. I was, I was like, yeah. I'm having my guys having a good time. 
Yeah, it's I had a hard good to hang out there, right? So to say, from what I remember, it was a ten. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I had for me it was a good seven. You know, I had the situation at the end. I was looking forward to the brunch. I hadn't been to a homecoming brunch in almost ten years, and the brunch I decided to go to wasn't brrunching. They, they, Which they brunch did you go to? Me. I want to know. The, the one at Elements oh, on U Street. Woo! The one at Elements Which is on the U former Street. Republic Gardens. Former yeah. Republic Gardens. Play that one off. Play that off. Got there. Hold up. Got there. Peoples is walking around with mabosas. Music is playing. And it took about 45 minutes to an hour. People started looking around like, where the food? Mm. All of a sudden, we found out something happened with the kitchen. I think I heard about that. I think I heard about that one. Yeah. Yes, Jennifer went to the brunch with no food. I only, only I, I showed up early for food, not for day party. I wanted brunch. So See, I, I didn't even come out on Sunday. So all I had was Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night. So I was good. I had a good time. Sunday I was chilling. So I didn't even go through all that. Mm-hmm. So since you were talking, Cage, about, you know, you stayed home with the kids. Wifey came up to celebrate her anniversary. What do y'all, how y'all feel about spouses and, and significant others coming with people to date? They partners homecoming. That's a mistake, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> That's listen, my wife and I. Oh, my wife and I talked about when we go to homecoming, we're gonna be in different hotels. Like, is <laughs> wow. We legit, we what? legit discussed this. We legit discussed this because our homecoming, like on the bros, we kick it, we go hard in the paint. And so mm-hmm. I don't want to hear nothing when I come in at four o'clock in the morning. Like we're not we're not doing any of that kind of conversation. Homecoming is is typically on my agenda, we have travel plans as a family. We do stuff as a family, uh, individual travel. Homecoming usually is on my side of the calendar, like this is KG's trip. So, mm-hmm. you know, at some point we'll do it. We'll bring the kids, but that's probably about in five years. Yo, it was a whole bunch of kids like on the yard during the game. Like it was nice to see like families and, yeah. and all that out. It was, it was a real, mm-hmm. you know, good feeling out there on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think as we get older, it, you know, it becomes reasonable be. for you to bring yeah. your, your partner, your significant other, your wife, hubby, kids. It becomes reasonable. You just have to pick and choose what you what you go to. Mimi shaking her head. Like, no, <laughs> I mean, no, I don't I don't disagree with Mimi. Like, you know, to navigate the space where, again, we have to make a decision. And it was, a you know, I almost was like, no, but because she's a she's Greek. I understand oh, what the significance of the anniversary is. And she really, she came back horse. I'm like, really? She trolled me with some pictures. <laughs> she went to go see the bros and start sending me pictures with them. Like the ones that she know. I'm like, you sucker. Yeah. It's all if your significant other didn't go to Howard, you really can't take them to homecoming because they won't get it. They won't understand. It'll be a problem, right? Like Facts. she had a, a girlfriend who brought her husband and her child and they were in the hotel the entire time. And I was like, you're not going to go check on them? And she was like, oh, they'll be okay. They'll like, be all right. They'll be fine. So I just choose to leave them at home rather than feel the guiltiness of having to get back to the room. You know what I mean? So I just, okay. I'm not ready for that. I'm not that level of adult yet where I feel like I need to bring my entire family to homecoming. I'm not there. That's like what a 50 year old type of task. Yeah. What, like, if, I'm not- what if they so went to understand? They go to Howard. If they did not... Listen, if they did not go to Howard, I don't care what HBC you went to, it's still not the same. You can't go with You them. heard what she said. 
You say if you don't get the HBCU, you went to. Well, it, 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 it's, really, no, it's really it's really not a, not a strong comparison, right? You know, we know. we we kind of had the dialogue. You know, fam has a great homecoming. You know, Spellhouse. You got uh, uh, A&T. A&T. They got T home. Right. And, you know, A&T's homecoming goes hard. It goes hard. And it then, does. I but it, it ain't it ain't it ain't Howard. Like what, the thing that Howard has that I think a lot of them don't is one that's in the city. That's a popping city, mm-hmm. right? Um, not to mention the alumni is off the chain, the yard is off the chain. It's just it's more notoriety. So there's no comparison to Howard Homecoming. There's no comparison. And then my homegirl who lives in LA with me, but she's from New York, so she came to meet me. My other friends from Howard were being mean to her, right? Like who's the random? I mean, but that's what I'm saying. So when you yeah. bring other people, it's just it changes the the dynamic yeah, because you you can't let your head down. You can't. You can't. And I'm the outsider. Women are mean in some sometimes. <laughs> they, they can be vicious. They can be mean. Yes, I've yes, been yes. mean to people that come around us. I'm like, man, who, who is this? I, I use some choice I couldn't argue. I couldn't say anything because it was like, it, you know, she didn't get the joke. She didn't understand the references. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's that whole thing. Right. It's hard right. to bring an outsider. So I'm yeah, I'm going yeah. to do a little bit of a pivot on a little bit Before more. Before you pivot, can we, just, oh, can we just go shout ahead. out some people real quick? Adora, Cam, Jamila, Tease, you know what I'm saying? Decca, thank y'all for you know hitting us up. Low Ray hitting us up in the comments. Jan and Cherie, always there. Just wanted to give y'all a shout out, Cage. Go ahead. Low Ray said 12 stories was the place to be, and she's right. That's where I went to brunch when you brought up brunch. So and that was right next door from where I was. I was at La Vie, and I I didn't even think people people wound up going there. It was crazy after a while. Right. I went to 12 stories. There you go. Always. Gotta, we got to tap into our resources more, Rob. <laughs> um, 2020, yes. But I'll, I'll say this on the, on the more somber note, man. Uh, recently, there's been a, a tragic murder in Houston yet again. I'm a fan of the Migos. So, and I've always said that Takeoff was my favorite one out of the group. He had the most flow, I think a little bit more charisma, but he was also the quietest. But uh, another senseless, you know, loss of life, another young black brother uh, killed. How y'all feel about that, man? Did that, did that hit y'all in any way? Was it kind of like a, uh, here we go again? Um, you hear all this noise about the lyrics and what people talk about. Like, how y'all feel about this? I think it's crazy that it keeps on happening. Go ahead, Neil. I don't know. It's touchy. It's a, it's a two-part feeling for me. Like, of course, condolences to anyone that loses their life. Anyone. Yeah. But it's almost like, I don't know. Like I said, it's just me. It's like we put these rappers on a pedestal when they pass away and long live and this that and the third yada 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 but this been going on forever and then i don't know maybe it's age in me but the other part of me says we mourn all these rappers that we don't know but like i say it's lost the life how many brothers and sisters are lo- well brother yeah brothers and sisters are losing their life in the hood every day like since takeoff passed away imagine how many people passed away in new york boston Brooklyn, I mean, uh, Chicago, wherever of normal, everyday young, young youth that the world will never hear about. But, you know, it's when we lose the rappers, it's like, oh, my God, violence is so. And yes, we lost another one. But for every one rapper that we lost, and like I said, condolences, a life is a life. We probably lost like 20, 30, 40 youth in the hood in Southeast alone. So, you know, I'm, it's touchy on me. I just think it's sad across the board. That's an interesting take. I mean, you sound almost desensitized to it, but almost from a standpoint, compassion in the same vein, because you're 
he's more no, he has more notoriety because of who he is and what he does. Mm-hmm. Nobody's I don't think anybody minimizes the loss of life in general. I think it's the fact that since this violence happens all the damn time. But this just, you know, when you think about the conditions under which this dude kind of lost his life and he wasn't, I mean, he's a kind of the, the quiet one of the group. What I'm trying to get after from you, from the, from, the, from the group, from the panel, like, all right, you know, how does that, how do you feel about that piece? I think that we got to like question, why is it that this keeps happening to so many people, whether they're famous or not, a male or female, et cetera, et cetera. I've seen a whole lot of chatter on social media about people saying that it is more violent now than it was back in the 90s when we were young people or whatever, teenagers. And statistically, it's not. There was more violent crime at that point. I think that social media tends to make things more accessible so people see it more and feel like it's happening more, but it is not as bad as it was once upon a time. Not that that makes it better or what have you. I agree with Neil that it's unfortunate that it seems to keep on happening. I don't want to go the route of like, it's the music you listen to, you know, uh, somebody was saying, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword, kind of, you know, Republican talking points. That's not my perspective because it seems like, you know, it's always like the the decent, quiet ones that seem to get shot. But on one hand, praise a certain kind of behavior. And then on the other, when that behavior is like happening, you can't like gangster shit. And then when gangster shit goes down, be mad that the gangster shit happens. Sometimes it happens. That's real. I am desensitized to it. Just as I'm desensitized to when the cops kill us, I'm starting to get desensitized when we kill each other. I am. We sound it's like just, some old white Republicans right now. I'm going to make it even worse. Every time this happens in our community, especially when it happens to those who have status because everyone knows them and everyone gets on the social media, they do their digital mourning. And if that's how they have to mourn, that's how they have to mourn. It is what it is. I don't, I'm not going to judge them for their process of mourning. But every time any of them from the regular dude all the way up to Jay Prince, because I saw his his comment. Anytime they all say, oh, my God, this was a tragedy. Oh, my God, this needs to end. Oh, my God, I'm sick and tired of this. But then they don't do or lend to anything that could potentially stop it. Like what? <clears throat> like what? Investing in programs in the community so that we can have arts and, and real athletics back in the community so that we can invest in in academic support so we can invest in social emotional learning for our kids like the money is there we're, we're one of the you put the money together in the black community we are one of the richest nations in the world so we have the money that's to when you but but every time we say oh my god I wish this would stop but we don't start to do things we are no in my opinion, I don't think we're any better than white folk who say thoughts and prayers after school shootings. Mm. Okay. I mean, I, at the end of the day, that's just me. I'm just saying I'm upset over it, but I'm, I'm tired to the point where I don't want to hear from other folks if they're not trying to do stuff in the community to, to help. And some of them may be. They may be. I don't know. But I don't mm. see the needle being moved. I mean, I have a different take. I just feel like... The senseless murders, right, of of black men, absolutely, it needs to stop. But I also feel like if you are a Grammy-nominated artist, why are you at a bowling alley playing dice? Why aren't you on, if if this is what you want to do, why aren't you at the St. Regis on the 34th floor where everybody's been patted down and everybody's been vetted and you know it's safe, you know? Like, why aren't you? Say that again? Go ahead. It was a private event. Uh, It was hosted. It was a private event and the parent allegedly they did pat people down and the only people who had weapons again this is all alleged that had weapons were 
members of the crew, so to speak. So, so, so when people come, because when they come into LA, right, they mm -hmm. have to sort of pay people for protection and all the other stuff, right? So this was a J Prince. Check in. Yeah, it was like a J Prince sort Junior. of function, the private yeah. party. The people who had guns were, you know, the people, you're right, that were supposed to, you know, protect and look out. Word is, and I think it'll come out later, is that the person who shot takeoff was a relative. It was someone there who was there to protect them. And they just start shooting once Quavo got into some, some sort of like, Altercation, altercation with someone yeah just start shooting so it was an accident it was someone from right their own camp but mm. it's kept i think it was a relative of him yeah. so mm. might would have got the going. whole breakdown of course you know how they do on twitter well, they I, I, that already yeah i feel like the the part that i think that makes us desensitized as well is we get to see it right like with pnb um rock was murdered that's all on twitter and it doesn't get taken down takeoff is all on twitter um, is, you know, all of these guys, you know, you see all of this stuff, but, you know, dehumanizing. Yeah. And one more thing, and I know this is very selfish, but, you know, uh, the Migos are kind of broke up. So Quavo, I, I don't I don't, I don't even want to pretend like I'm a fan of theirs, but I like Migo one and two had split up and done their own album. And Migo three was like off doing his own thing. Now we will never get a reunited Migos album. They ain't going to be a culture for I very selfishly as a music fan, I feel like. You know, we all lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. if you listed all the dead rappers that have been shot or just died under real weird circumstances, you ain't even got to go back to the 90s. Like, it's been, I think I read something like 10, 15 of them. Yeah, 12, at least, at least like 12 last, for sure. In the last three years. We just, we just covered that last month. Yeah. And, and listed at least six. Yeah. I don't know who's going to happen next. Is the rapper going to die or is Nick Cannon going to have another baby? Well, the answer to that question is Nick Cannon is going to have another baby. So, for the record, I was right. He's having baby number 12. Is, man. Is, I'm going to tell you what's even funnier, right? The dude on his Instagram page says he's the king of raw and B. Wow. Oh, wow. That? Raw and B. R-A-W and B. Raw and B. That shit is hilarious. Listen, this dude... He don't miss, man. If if he but ladies close your legs. If you see him coming, unless you want a baby, he's shooting all bullseyes. If if I need a bodyguard, I'm, I'm hiring Nick because Nick that don't miss. Like you said, shooter. <laughs> yeah. This dude, this dude's bullseye, cuz. And I can't this is this. the second child with one of the mothers. So yeah. Yeah, this is the one that this is the one that they lost earlier. Same one. You, yeah. You never hear the women complaining about Nick whatsoever. No, but he has like multiples with the women, right? So he's going back and forth with I think it's rotation. Can I ask Mimi? Can I ask Mimi? Let's say you 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 know Nick run up on you. Mimi, I look, I got an endowment over here. I'll set aside three mil for you. And then we can set aside some invested money money for the baby. Can you give me number 14? Hell no. Be your <laughs> no, there's no way in the world. It just doesn't make any sense because everybody keeps saying, you know, Nick has all the money, but it's not about the money, right? It's about the time. Like, how are you spending time with these kids? Like, you cannot be everywhere at once. So how are you? You know what I mean? And it, it's just... You know, we always talking about the black family and the black father and all these other things. Like you can't, you cannot give all these kids the same attention. So it's not about the money. It's 
So, you know, John for me, saying, you know, John been saying for months that he would move all y'all onto one compound. So if you all on the compound, like a little cold, no. sack, like somebody was saying, like big love. So you got wife number one, two, three, four, five. Six, they may be okay with that because they don't mind sharing. Clearly, they all know exactly. what's happening. They they may be okay with that, but <laughs> I'm gonna predict. By the end of next year, he might get the twenty. I would, okay. I would put some money on that. I feel like he got to. I think he's gonna tap out at like fifteen. Look, look, he may do that. He may not, because the man wants to spread his seed. But I'm just gonna say, um, to each their own. If that's what he want to do, if the sisters want to be down with it. It is what it is. I'm not gonna yuck his yum. Da da da. We're gonna interject a quick recommendation for the people right now, family. It is November. There are multiple Senate seats up. There are multiple House of Representatives seats up. There are multiple governorships and state legislature offices up for grabs. Quick recommendation for the people. Y'all better be registered and you better vote. And I'm not registered because I just, you know, was dragging my feet. But I did the research because I live in Maryland now and I know I can show up on Election Day, register and vote which is what I'm going to do. So I expect all of y'all to um, go on out there because if you don't vote, uh, we will quickly be looking like Nazi Germany before you know it. End of story. Toss it to John. This has been the Straight No Chaser podcast. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Please join us again soon. We're available everywhere. Like, share, and subscribe to us. Turn on notifications so that you can know when we go in live. Very important. And we want to make sure everybody knows we are a production from super producer Dana Bingham Guanilio of Makeda Filmworks. Please check her out. And our original theme music that we were jamming to at the beginning of the show was produced by Midnight Michael. So with that said, happy holidays. Happy holidays.